This CKNW podcast for AIM Medical Imaging, home of AIM Medical Imaging full body MRI scanning. A family history of medical issues is nothing to ignore. Book a preventative screening at aimmedicalimaging.com. You are connected. Mike Agarbo in studio today. I've got uh, the Get Connected team, Andy Barrar, Graham Williams, and special guest today, AJ Vickery. You'll recognize him from the television show, The Other Good Looking Guy. <laughs> How's it going? Very good. Good to see you. Good to see you. Got a fun show today. Later on in the hour, we will be going open line, of course, taking your tech calls and questions. And uh, if you need some buying advice for the holiday season, we can give that to you as well. We'll uh, be speaking with the folks over at Sonos as well about wireless speaker systems for your home. They've got some really cool stuff uh, that they've come out with. And uh, it's something that I use all the time. And uh, it's it's pretty interesting. AJ. What's new with you? You've got a, a a contest you want to talk about. Yeah, well, as uh, you may have seen if you've been onto the Get Connected website uh, most recently, we've got a contest running on there where um, we're offering uh, folks a chance to enter to win $2,500 uh, worth of media spend towards your business uh, on a um, directory listing site called Global Coupon. And this this is a good opportunity for, I guess, any business because this is fairly new. So if you get in now, you can actually really, you know, take over a category. You know, that's what I think is really exciting about this. So Jason Harry is the mastermind behind this website and, and or this, this I guess, this platform, if you will. And, and essentially his mission is to create this sort of like global marketplace where businesses and 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 all businesses, including small businesses. So, so this is really becomes powerful if you uh, know somebody or, or even run your own business that has one, two, five, ten people in it. Uh, whether you sell uh, you know, only in British Columbia or only in Alberta or only in Toronto or whether you sell across the nation, you have the opportunity to go into uh, this platform and list your business services, whether that's whether you sell directly business to business or you even sell business to consumer, uh, it facilitates both of those. So what they've done uh, is they've actually given um, the opportunity for uh, a lucky Get Connected listener. So what I would do is I would enter this if you know someone who has a business uh, or if you yourself have a business, enter to win $2,500 worth of listing. So think of this website as a place to list your business, but more than that, more than like a Craigslist or, or you know an Amazon, you also have the ability to actually generate offers. And, uh, and, and, you know, in the name Global Coupon, you can create promotions for people to take advantage of the services that you offer on there. The one thing is, is that it's not like Groupon. You know, the big thing that people have been complaining about Groupon is that they, you know, they make you give an offer that's like half off and then they take a big chunk of those, that, that yeah, revenue. The business makes nothing on it. Yeah, it makes They're nothing. just hoping that it'll drive it you know, traffic in. And it's worked, I think, money. for yeah. a lot of companies, you know, but but for a lot of companies, they've probably been Groupon'd by, by, <laughs> Groupon. by literally, like, end up with less money at the end of a promotion. So, you know, the thing about um, this uh, global coupon and this offer that we're um, able to extend to our listeners is that um, you can create your promotion of whatever makes sense for your business, but you're the only one that's taking advantage of that promotion. So the promotion that we're offering is a $2,500 um uh, cash that you can spend towards listing your business. So whether or not you want to go several months in just one market or whether you want to advertise nationally, all you need to do is go to our website and enter to win. Very cool. Getconnectedmedia.com. Hit the contest page and all the information's up there. Before we get into the news, uh, i got to tell you about an app that I'm just loving. You? Yeah. With an app? Really? An app, yeah. Oh, do tell. Cardstar. Cardstar? Yes. 
I don't know who told me about it, but it is freaking amazing. So you know all those stupid cards you have, like your Aeroplane card and all the different reward cards and stuff like that, your Save-On card, your Safeway card, Air Miles? You can actually use this app and with the camera on your iPhone, scan the cards into this app, like scan the barcode on them, or you just punch the number in. And from that point forward, that card will be in your Cardstar app. So if you're at Safeway and you have to show your Safeway card, you can just basically tap on the Safeway thing inside a Cardstar, and up it comes. You know, this is great for guys because you just see my wallet, just how big it is. I know. I even actually leave like indent in, in my back pocket because it's just <laughs> that big, and it's all because of these cards. So to consolidate a smartphone is, is brilliant. That, the, my question is, does it scan? Like, you know when you have to, they, they use that uh, terminal to scan it? Yeah. Does it work? Uh, the ones I've tried so far, yes. It, it's like freaking awesome. Like I look at my wife. She's got an entire separate wallet just for car- like those reward cards. Like it's crazy. Yeah. And I hate them because I don't want to carry all that crap around. But now it's just like all in my iPhone. Is it the worst feeling in the world when you go to something like a Save on Food and you buy up a whole rack load of groceries and oh, you yeah. don't have that card? And there's basically about 40 bucks that you can't get. I know. You're like tapping the person in front of you. Can I use your card? Yeah. <laughs> and Save on won't let you. They, they used to have, like, a card at the cash register, but they don't do that. Like, at least Safeway, you can give them your phone number. But, yeah, <laughs> now you've got all the stuff in your, your phone, which is amazing. And how much is it? I forget. I should know this, right? Sounds like it's well, well worth I the money, Well, uh, I just got it off of uh, from my free. from my Google. I just got it downloaded for my Android phone uh-huh, for hey, free. I'm Android, too. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. But, it, but it's cool, too, because... Um, I think as it becomes more popular, it actually ties in with offers as well. So when you're nearby like a Shopper's Drug Mart and you've got your card in there, it'll tell you what kind of offers are going on at Shopper's Drug Mart as well. It is free. It's free. Yeah. Wow. Card start. It'll change your life, especially if you're a man. (laughs) (laughs) Very cool. So interesting news. Um, I talked uh, about some of the stuff with uh, Jill Bennett this morning. Um, Sony is inventing a smart wig. Smartphones, smart TVs, smart cars, smart wig. <laughs> explain this one, Andy. I had, to, I had to explain this one to Jill this morning. And well, basically, Sony is is uh, filing for a patent, and they want to create like put like sensors into wigs. And what that can do is it will tell you different kind of things. So even your blood pressure, your heartbeats, you know, from a medical point of view. Okay, so in healthcare, that would be big. Exactly, it has it has some benefits, but it will also like imagine if you're you're driving. And uh, you need to go left. <laughs> It'll sense on the left side of your brain. Go, like, you know. It'll give you a little vibrate, vibrate to tell you to go left. And oh, uh, that's safe. <laughs> <laughs> My like, wig told me to turn left here. Well, that's like you know, and we always talk about this. Uh, how about wearable tech being the big trend that we're going to be seeing coming in the next year? Yeah. This is just one of those things. You know, they're going to make smart hats. We even this thing has an ultrasound sensor in it as well, it so does. it can sense nearby objects and a camera sensor. Yes. Think about it for visually impaired people, though. Wouldn't that be cool? I think it could ha- definitely have a benefit yeah. to some people. It could but... help guide them. Yeah. You have like a smart toupee? A smart toupee. <laughs> well, they say that they can build this into a hat as well, but I guess someone at Sony is really into the wig. A smart toupee? There's, there's hope for Donald Trump. Yeah, that's, that's good to know. <laughs> it's, it's funny. There was a movie uh, probably about, geez, going 15, 16 years ago called uh, Strange Days. Oh, I just watched that what, last month. Isn't yeah. that a great movie? And Ray, they, uh, Ray Fiennes, is Ray that? Fiennes, yeah, yeah. and, um, and Juliette Lewis. Yeah. And they had this rig in there called a squid, and it was basically like a bunch of sensors that sat on your head yeah. that connected directly to your brain. I think this is Sony laying the groundwork for stuff like this mm-hmm. in the future. Right? Being able to communicate directly you know, through your skin, through your skull, to your brain, being able to stimulate 
those uh, those brain cells there. I think that's that to me is the future, right? And if they start getting the groundwork with patents now, that's kind of cool stuff. I'm gonna get this in for Andy. <laughs> I'm gonna make you wear a Sony wig. I probably would wear it too. Do you have you to shave just... your head? Um, I would imagine yes. Yeah. The things I'll do for testing out products. <laughs> but it's interesting. Like, think about privacy now, right? We, we've talked about Google Glass, which are the, the Google Glasses with cameras built in. Now people in the future, not too distant future, could have wigs with cameras in them. You will never know if you're being filmed. Yeah. yeah. By the way, do you know what they call people that wear Google Glass? And no, say it on the air. I think we could say it on the air. Okay. Yeah. They call them glass holes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that's, wrong. No, that's kind of right on the edge there, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> and why do they call them? Well, it's because uh, that. Well, basically, what happens is imagine going to a party and someone's wearing Google Glass. So what they're trying to do is oh, you mean the guy in the corner alone? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No one talking to him. <laughs> he, basically, what they're trying to do is like they're trying. It's it's kind of like a taboo. So they're making some parties where it's like a glass-free zone. They call it the stop the cyborg movement. There, there was a guy last week in California who was at a restaurant and was asked to take it off and threw a hissy fit. The whole thing's on YouTube because somebody else got him on their smartphone. But, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things where people now think that they have the right to wear these cameras and, and sort of snap away. You know, you've got to think when you're wearing it, you kind of feel cool and sexy. You've got this new tech on you. But really, you're shoving a video camera in the face of everyone you see. Yeah. It's not cool. I know, but like honestly, five years from now, ten years from now, everyone will have a video camera on them. I, I want to wait those five and ten years, though. I don't want it now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're going to have to take a break. When we come back, we will be talking with the folks over at Sonos, wireless speakers for your home. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs, here on the Chorus Radio Network, back after this. You're back with Get Connected, Mike, Andy, Graham, and special guest AJ Vickery here today who's graced us with his, his presence. I like when AJ comes, because now it's like two Androids against two iPhones. So oh, I feel that oh. the tides are even right now. We cost more, but we do more. I got to <laughs> I gotta hide my uh, mini iPad here for a second. <laughs> <laughs> well, on the line right now, we've uh, got our guest. His name is Scott Fink. He's product manager over at Sonos. Thanks for joining us on, on the show today, Scott. Oh, hey. Great property, guys. So... Um, Big Sonos fans. I've uh, I've got uh, Sonos in in my house. I know AJ, you've got it too. Yes, I do. And uh, I gotta try not to make this sound like a love fest. People always think I work for Sonos when I <laughs> when I have you guys on the show. But you've got some uh, exciting new uh, technology out this Christmas. Yeah, we we absolutely do. So uh, we just introduced our new Sonos Play One. Um, and with really with the Play One, it's never been easier or more affordable to, uh, to fill your home with music. Um, and it's a super compact but really powerful speaker that we're very proud of. What I love about Sonos, and uh, you guys have been around for a few years now, and I got in on the early days. This is like a, a wireless uh, speaker system for your home, and it, it's really quite amazing because it's it's so simplistic in its setup, but it, it's bulletproof. It works like, right out of the box, and it's fantastic because it works with all the streaming services that are out there now. You know, I'm a big fan of RDO. You know, I pay ten bucks a month. I have access to 18 million songs. And I can access that all through my my Sonos. And this new Play One, uh, Scott, uh, the the price point is uh, fantastic on that. Uh, you know, some people have said in the past Sonos stuff's a little bit expensive, but you're able to get the price down on this unit. Yeah, no, I mean, this is there's, there's never been a more affordable way, as I mentioned. And um, you know, we've uh, we've heard in the past people have said, "Wow, oh, you know what? Your system is exactly that, rock solid." Um, 
and uh, and you know it's, it's a great way to stream music. But man, I, it just seems like uh, like like maybe a lot of money. And with the Play One, um, you know, I'm, I'm I'm happy to say that we've been able to to uh, to get the the price down on that. Uh, now, does your audience know exactly what the price is of the Play One? You can throw it out there. <laughs> well. Um, you know, as I mentioned, it's a, it's a super affordable, uh, affordable way to, uh, uh, to, to fill your home with music. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a, it's a great price. In the States, it's, it's, uh, it's $1.99. In Canada, I believe it's, uh, it's $2.49. Or, or like $8.99 with the Canadian. So what do people have to have to make this work? Well, so uh, that's just it. With Sonos, it's super easy. Um, so with uh, what you do is you can place a Sonos speaker in any room of your home, um, and uh, and we create a dedicated music network um, throughout your home. So it doesn't use your existing Wi-Fi. It doesn't, uh, doesn't uh, clog up your network there. We, we create our own network throughout your home, and... Um, and all you have to do is plug one device into your router. And usually what people do is they buy a bridge, a really small box, plugs into your router. That starts the music network, and then all your other Sonos speakers are wireless from there on out. Um, you can have one in your bedroom, in your kitchen, in your living room. Uh, really simple. AJ, you've been using it for a while. What uh, music services do you use? Uh, well, that's the thing is that it plugs into so many Internet radio services as well. So I've actually got the RDO uh, music service running on it, um, but um, also like just it, it taps into all the local radio stations as well. And so I find that awesome because, you know, NW, especially because we're on the station, is one station I love to listen to. And yeah. so to be able to tune into that in areas where you don't get great reception, I mean, it's just all sort of like – the thing I like about the Sonos system is that um, once you've got the speakers in around your house, um, then it becomes just totally natural, whether I'm on my iPad or on my Android phone. Um, I'm just basically accessing my music and playing it in whatever room that I want to do it in. You, you know what I really like about it, though, is that, if, like, like AJ said, you can have the speakers in different rooms, but in the app, you can control the volume for each different speaker. So if you're having a party and everyone's in the kitchen, you can turn the volume down or you can turn it up in the living room all from the app. It's, it's pretty amazing. Well, that's the cool thing, too, is uh, with the multi-zones, you can actually have them all playing at the same time, yeah. and they're all synced perfectly together, which is cool. So I've got a question for you. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not a music guy, but I'm more of a home theater guy. Um, what have you got for me? Yeah, so for home theater, so we just announced the, the, the Play One last month. Um, earlier in the spring, we announced the Play Bar, um, which is really the sound bar for music lovers. Uh, you, you connect Play Bar to your TV, um, and then it acts as a Sonos speaker otherwise, where you can stream all the music on Earth to it, and you can group and ungroup it with other rooms in your house just like you would with any other Sonos speaker. And, hey, I, I want to make a, a really good, a big correction here. The Play One is actually a 219 in Canada, uh, so it's an even more affordable tri- uh, price. It's great. And uh, it, it pretty well works with most of the music services out there as well. I mean, we mentioned RDO. I use Songza on there. Uh, I know things like Rhapsody and Pandora are available as well. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's so many ways to play music um, to the Sonos system. So you, you mentioned the streaming services, which are great. You know, you don't have to own uh, any of that music. You just stream it. Uh, again, that's like Songza and RDO. Hype Machine, I don't know if you guys have used that, but that's a great new service uh, where all these, uh, all these great bloggers, whatever they're blogging about, you can listen to all those, uh, all the latest music there. Um, but also, if you have just your music library, whether that's on your um, on your computer or on your network storage device, or even from your uh, Android or iPhone, you could be streaming from there. And then you guys already mentioned there's over 100,000 internet radio stations that you can be playing the Sonos. You know, the, the second you pull it out of the box. And the cool thing is, uh, as far as controllers, you can use one of the computers in your house with the the Sonos uh, software, or it'll work on any smartphone pretty well, like Android, iPhone, uh, or tablets yeah, and- as well. 
Exactly, or even tablets. I mean, you guys were mentioning you were having a bit of a, a two versus two, uh, iPhone versus Android there. Um, and that's one of the great things with Sonos is you're not locked into any particular platform. We work on Android, we work on iOS, we work on Mac, we work on PC, and even if you have like a Kindle or something, we work great on those. So, um, so we're really versatile in that respect. One question. Have you guys ever thought about putting uh, like a clock into the one or the three? Is that something you would like? Uh, it's AJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah. I've heard this from a few people. Yeah, well, well, what we find a lot of people do is, uh, especially now with the Play One, is it's, uh, it's the perfect kind of bedside companion, right? So people have their phone uh, uh, on their bedside often, and they have the Play One right next to it, and they're using the Play One for, for, their, uh, for the alarm. They set that up through the Sonos app, then they've also got the phone there when they want to switch the music. Very cool. Where can people find out more information, Scott? Yeah, so go to Sonos.com. We've got a lot of great information there. Um, this Play One, again, is, uh, is uh, compact but really powerful. Um, I want to tell you guys one other bit of information, which I think is really cool, in that uh, some people sometimes call us speaker Legos in the fact that uh, you can take one Play One, um, put it in a room, or then you can double up and make a stereo pair so uh, you can have a left and right channel. And then you guys were talking about home theater earlier. If you've got a Play Bar, you can add two Play Ones in the back of your back your room and create a full 5.1 system. So it's a really versatile way to, uh, to fill your home with music. Go to Sonos.com for more information. Scott, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thanks, guys. Good to talk with you. That was Scott Fink from uh, Sonos. We're going to open up the phone lines, taking any of your tech calls and questions. We want to hear from you. We'll be your on-air tech support. If you need some buying advice for the holiday season, we can help you out with that too. 604-280-9898. And anywhere else in Canada, one 399 Again, 604-280-9898 and 1-877-399-9898. Don't forget to hit our contest page, giving away uh, a global coupon offer. 2500 bucks for your business you could win. It's mm-hmm. not, uh, not a bad uh, little prize. Again, getconnectedmedia.com. Hit the contest page to enter to win. When we come back from the break, we'll take your calls and questions. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs, here on the Chorus Radio Network, back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here. Got the Get Connected team with me today, Andy Barrar, Graham Williams, and AJ Vickery. On the the tweetering, we've got uh, Christina Stoyanova as well. Tweetering? Is it tweetering? I guess people could tweet. Twittering? Tweetering. Tweetering? Tweety bird. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> We're heavy into social media here. 604-280-9898. The phone lines are open. 1-877-399-9898. Going to jump here to uh, Dave in Hope. Hey, Dave. Hi. Hi. What I can we do for a, you? I had a question about smart TVs accessing content on the web, say from Global or CTV or something like that, uh, compared to a set-top box like um, Roku or something like that. Yeah, that's a, a great question. So you want to access uh, Canadian broadcasters, essentially. Right. Yeah. So I guess it just depends if the app is available on the smart TV yeah. or the Roku, Roku box, for yeah, example. In some cases, the browser um, can access it, whether or not the uh, channel is broadcasting with uh, HTML5 or in Flash. Yeah. If it's with Flash, uh, actually, the new PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One browser will do... Um, uh, that conversion for you, but in a lot of cases, you did need to have the native app in order for that to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we're starting to see a lot of the, the different stations put on their own apps. I know Global redesigned their entire website to make it both mobile friendly and video friendly, so they're posting more and more videos on there, even at some points doing live streaming. So um, probably try the browser 
is the first bet. Uh, and then, of course, check to see if they have their own dedicated apps. I know, like, the CBC has their own app that you could use. I used to watch uh, NHL Hockey Night in Canada always. On your smart TV? Yeah. And, and what it, kind did you have, a Samsung? I have a Samsung, yes. Yeah. So, um, and or, or you, of course, I, I have, like, three different ways to connect. Also, a computer I can connect to the television as well. So yeah. if one doesn't work, you'd always switch to the other. You know, and we get this question a lot right now about smart TVs. Uh, should I get a smart TV? Well, I think most of them coming out right now have got some sort of, you know, smartness kind of embedded into them, so to speak. Um, but I wouldn't call it a deal breaker because you can basically buy, you know, these little boxes like a Roku box or Boxy or an Apple TV that will basically give you much of the same functionality, mm-hmm. I find. Yeah. I, I do have to correct myself. I told a lie here. It's not actually Flash on uh, the Xbox One and the uh, PlayStation 4. It is the HTML5 that it's doing. So if you've got a Flash website that you want to browse, you're not doing it through those two. Jump here to Roger and Delta. Hey, Roger. Uh, hi there. Hi. I just wanted to comment that... Um, one of the best purchases I've ever made in the high-tech was been my Sonos system. Oh, you love it too, eh? I absolutely can't get over it. It's, yep. it's rock solid. I'm listening to it now. Um, doing some painting, just plug it in and away it flies. You know, it's just fantastic. And how do you access it? On a, an iPhone or a tablet? An iPhone and yeah. PCs and anything you want. You know, I've got three different... My son comes over, he's got it loaded on his, and it just comes in straight away. You know what I love about it when I have people over? Like, you know, everyone's got a smartphone now. They can all get the Sonos app, and they can actually... It's like a jukebox. They can choose their own songs. Exactly. And I, every morning I wake up to BBC, <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, you can get any weird radio station in the world that you want. I know. There's, like, th- like built right into it is, like, thousands yeah, of no, international no. radio stations. No, it's just fantastic. And the way you can pick your favorites and, uh, you know, uh, compile different lists and things, it's just... Uh, <laughs> so what got you over the price uh, hump, like, when you saw the speaker oh, and did, you thought... I've been building it up. I, get, I had a five, then they, didn't, then they came out with a three. I've got two or three of those, and I've got two fives, and um, I'm going to get trial one soon. Yes. Cool. But not for the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the good thing about the Play One is uh, it resists humidity, so you can have it yeah. in a bathroom. Yeah. Okay. Okay. My my wife's pretty excited about that. Yeah. No, I just I just can't uh, tell other people it's worth the investment tenfold. <laughs> I I agree. I, I've had this thing for many years now, but and you've had it for a long time. Yeah, since the beginning. It's funny because in the beginning they didn't there wasn't like smartphones. No. So you had to get the Sonos controller. I think it was like this three or four hundred dollar controller and I actually bought three of these isn't things don't, don't you have a built-in like dinosaurs don't you have a built into the wall as well yeah i bought the dock for it and i actually built it right into the wall it was a resistive touchscreen on that thing wasn't it where you had to like really press hard on the no, screen there's no yeah. touchscreen remember the old ipods with the circular yep. touch thing yeah that's what was built into it and what year are we talking about when that came out i can't even remember now it was a very 2003 or 2004 wow. yeah mm. but it, it's still going strong and it you know they keep updating and it, and it works like a like a dream Gonna jump here to Owen. Hey, Owen. Hey, how you doing? Good. What can we do for you? Uh, look, um, I have an iPhone four. Yep. And I went to download something, and it said I had 174 megabytes out of, uh, you know, my phone is what 6.8 gigs or something like that. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I went into iTunes and I took a look, and it said that I had. Uh, you know, used up so much in music. I think it was 374 megabytes, and then it was a little bit more in pictures, and then it was a little bit more in apps, and then it was 300 or 3.2 gigabytes of other. But I don't know what the other is. That is a great question. Um, yeah. So what uh, Owen's talking about here on his iPhone, uh, essentially, that's got storage on it for keeping all your files, whether those are photos or apps or what have you, and he's run out. 
And so in iTunes, you can actually go in and see what is making up all that storage on a little uh, bar graph there, essentially. Mm -hmm. uh, any thoughts there, Graham? Other? Yeah, so essentially what other is, is it's the space that other apps are using on your phone to store their data locally. Yeah. So, um, you know, if you do have a secondary photo app like Camera Plus, if you're not bringing things over to the photo roll, it's actually storing photos in other. Um, one of the big culprits is iMessage. If you're uh, storing old messages on there, especially if someone sent you a video or sent you a ton of photographs, yeah. uh, you're going to want to go in there and, and clear those out. Uh, one of the things that you can do as well is you can clear your uh, browser cache on Safari. You can clear your cookies on Safari, which will help out a little bit as well. But really, you need to take a look at the apps that you're using. If you're using an app that you know has been either creating files or storing files on your phone, you may want to go in and see if you can clear out that backlog. Usually, there's a way to download those files to your computer through iTunes and then you can actually clear them out so they're not sitting on your phone taking up space. You can actually, in iTunes, uh, in your iPhone, go to the apps section of your iPhone, and down at the very bottom, there's the ones that are file-sharing apps, mm -hmm. and these are ones that you can basically... Uh, I've got uh, an app called Cinex, and I use that to load all my movies into. So you can actually go in and see which of those file-sharing apps actually has stuff in them, and you can delete stuff from there as well to free up some storage space. I read recently in a study that majority of people only use like five to seven apps, but a lot of people will download an app, use it once, and never use it again. So it's a good, always good to recommend to, uh, to clear the apps that you're not going to use, especially when you're running out of space. And photos and videos, they take up a lot of room as well. Um, I think I have over like 2,000 photos on my iPhone now. I mean, it adds up very quickly. Mm -hmm. Essentially, and especially when you start taking HD video. The one thing I would suggest as well is that iPhone 4 is probably getting a little long in the tooth. Uh, chances are the user hasn't actually done a full restore on the device. So I'd actually do a full restore and set up from scratch and reload your apps manually. Yeah. Uh, do do a backup first, right? Yeah, do a backup. And uh, I wouldn't actually restore from the iCloud backup, though. If you can get away with not doing it, if you don't mind actually going through and setting up again, uh, you'll end up with a very clean phone. You might find that it speeds it up a little bit as well. I mean, three years with the same operating system, no clean out, you're going to get some kludge. Yeah, but he doesn't have to upgrade to iOS 7, though. No. 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 I would wait till uh, 7.1 to do that. Uh, apparently, there's a lot of speed upgrades yeah. for, uh, for iPhone 4. Oh, really? Because I've had a lot of people with iPhone 4 say that it's, like, dog slow. Yeah. yeah the, the folks who are running the 7.1 beta on iPhone 4 have said vastly improved. Really? Yeah. Good to hear. We're going to have to take a break. When we come back, more of your calls. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with... Graham Williams, Nanny Barrar, got Christine, uh, Christina Stoyanova on the, the Twitter feed. We're going to jump here to the phone lines again. We've got Malcolm. Hey, Malcolm. Oh, good morning. Yes. What do you think of the iPad Air? I love it. Um, guys, thoughts? I mean, it's beautiful. It's thin, light. It's the single greatest iPad since the iPad 4. <laughs> it, it, it really is remarkable. I mean, I've uh, I've had a chance to get my hands on it, and it is incredibly light. The screen, obviously, is gorgeous, and it's incredibly fast. Yeah, uh, it's one of those things where you know, every time you get an iPad, you you, you get it, you use it, and you're like, this is really fast, and it's very smooth. And then the new one comes out, and your old one doesn't feel any slower, but they've somehow managed to make that wait time even less. You know, you load up an app like Infinity Blade three, and you're playing in seconds. You know, it's just, it's an incredible revolution in technology. Um, you know, I think that's the, the tagline or something like that. But the fact that they made it so thin and so light and it still has that ridiculously long battery life, yeah. they've just done a great job with it. It's not the only tablet on the market by any means. But I mean, if you're in the, the iOS ecosystem, I'm thinking it's pretty rocking. My question right now, though, is because the Mini and the Air have almost the same guts, right? The iPad Air has a slightly faster clocked A7 processor. The iPad Mini has the same one in the, in the iPhone 5S. 
do you, do you really need the size? Like, that's really it. It comes down to just, do you want big or small? Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm having a hard time with that. Mike, you have both. Which one are you finding that you use more? Well, I like I like the big one just because of the size. You know, when I'm traveling, you know, I like to have the big screen. But, you know, that new iPad mini Retina, it is pretty sweet. And, it, you know, I'm just thinking, you know, if I can get my travel gadgets down even smaller, like... Do you remember in the old days when you went traveling, like carrying your laptop around? Like these things were like eight pounds, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, your one side of your body, your shoulder was like drooping down a few inches by the time you got to your destination. Lift with your knees, not with your yeah. Mac. Now I've got like this little man purse. I've got like a little MacBook Air in there, an eleven inch, and an iPad. Like it's nothing. Yeah, yeah. I I look, you know, very metrosexual, but <laughs> that's okay. You you have a stylish assortment of bags that you can choose from. Exactly. Nice. Anyway, iPad Air, big thumbs up for it. I was actually out with my friend Sean yesterday for lunch, and he just got an iPad Air, and he was just loving it. He bought uh, one of those little keyboard things for it. I forget the name of the the keyboard, but um, it turns it into like a mini laptop, and this keyboard actually had lighted keys as well. Yeah. It was pretty sweet. Zag has done one like that, yeah. and it's, it's pretty boss. I mean, the, the, the flip side, obviously, is if you're not in the iOS ecosystem, the Nexus 7... Uh, just recently refreshed a couple months ago. Pretty boss tablet as well. Yes, yes. Yeah. So it's got the new KitKat operating system, which is really nice. Who doesn't love a KitKat? <laughs> Give me a break. Bam. <laughs> Mark in Vancouver, how you doing? Hello. Hi. Hi. I have a question. I guess just following that one for just a second. What would you, if before I get into mine, the iPad? Does it matter which which sixteen sixty four is? Because you can lose a lot of wireless and. And Wi-Fi these days, you know, to use it, is there a small, does it matter what size you get, like uh, capacity? Uh, you know, it just depends on what you're going to be storing on there. I, I got to be honest, um, I would, if you've got the money, I would get like the 32 gigabyte or larger. You'll just find with all the apps you're downloading, and especially if you're going to be storing photos or any type of video on there, the 16 gigabit uh, version fills up pretty fast. Yeah, I'd, I'd absolutely agree. I've got the 64 gigabyte iPhone 5, yeah. um, and I've got a 32 gigabyte iPad mini, and uh, I'm using about 17, 18 gigs on both, yeah. which means the 16 is just a little too little. Yeah. Um, I, I tend to curate my apps. So, you know, I, I look at something, I look at this app, I'm like, if I haven't touched your little icon yeah. in the last, you know, three or four weeks, you're gone. Uh, get off my iPad. But yeah, so. for me, like I, I have uh, Cinex or Cinex Player, which I, you know, download all my internet videos and stuff to. Uh, I also have Comic Zeal. I like comics and you know with and the photos and stuff. It adds up really quickly. I've got a 64 gig uh, iPad and it is full yep. of stuff. So it's it's amazing how fast it can add up. You you had a question about uh, Google Chromecast, Mark? Yeah, I did. Yeah, is, is it uh, first of all? Can you do you have to order it? I guess from the states, but is it value? Can you still use it up here? And is it like a, an easier way than using app? Like, can you? Just put it into your TV and it automatically streams to your app or whatever that you put on your phone. That how it works. Yeah, I haven't used it myself, guys. Have you had a chance to check it out yet? Well, it's only like $35, first yeah. of all, as a streaming player. Uh, all you need is HDMI in your television, and then it will start to work. We, we, I know we have one in the office right now, but I haven't, I haven't hooked it up to our TV yet. But, okay, so uh, we're going to try that. So but it's not available in Canada. So I, yeah. I like to actually own anything I'm critical of, so I bought one. Did you? It's the biggest waste of $35 ever. Really? Yep. Why? Um, here's, the, here's the thing. You can stream from your Chrome applications. So from Chrome on your iPhone or Chrome on your Android Chrome phone. Chrome browser. Or Chrome or, uh, on, your, on your PC or Mac. 
Um, so you can kind of go to websites and you can send content to this thing. To the TV. Yeah. Um, that's putting a step in between me and the content that I want to actually browse or use. Does it have uh, Netflix or anything built it in? It does have – so it doesn't have Netflix built in, but you can stream Netflix to it. Right. Oh, so you got to have your computer. Yes. And then go to Netflix. Now, here's the thing. What it does is it actually creates a tunnel between Google Chromecast and the site. So you can actually go and do other stuff with your phone. Basically, once you start the stream, it's ready to go and it's going. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It just feels like a pain in the butt to me. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things so you'd rather where, get like an Apple TV or a Roku or something. Roku for a lot of people is probably going to be the boss thing because it's got its own remote. The remote has a headphone jack in it so you can actually plug headphones into it and listen privately. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but Apple TV for me is because I'm in the Apple ecosystem is just much more smooth. Chromecast, you know, thumbs down for you. It's cheap, but it's you pay for you get what you pay for. Yeah. Right? There's too much hassle involved. Way too much so, hassle. So like for normal people that aren't techie, can they figure it out? Uh, I would not give this to my father. No. Yeah, I, I definitely recommend this is for someone who's geeky. into tech and yeah. a little geeky and, and likes to take Because there's a few steps involved in actually getting that content up on the, the screen. Yep. We're going to have to take a break. When we come back, a few more of your calls. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by Lennon Drugs, here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You are back with Get Connected. Mike, Andy, and Graham here in studio. We're going to take some more of your calls. We've got Mike in the Okanagan. Hey, Mike. Yes, good morning. I'm in the market for a baby camera monitor. I just want to know if I should get a single unit or get more expandable for home system. That's a good, uh, good question. So there are units out there that are specifically designed to be like a baby webcam, yeah. but you can go the other route, you know, and just kind of put your own thing together as well. There's one called iBaby that we had come through our office, and what was really cool about it, it works with your smartphone or your tablet, but it has pan tilt functions, so you could actually remotely move the camera and get like a 360 degrees. So if you're if you're looking and you want to look your at your baby, baby escapes, <laughs> if your baby is crawling out of the crib, you could actually watch it. Yeah. Um, the other route is you can go with a dedicated baby monitor, and there's one from Philips, and it has a camera, and then it actually has a, a device where you it has a built-in screen, and you can see it from there. So. Whether you want to stream it onto your tablet or have a dedicated baby monitor, Philips has a really good one. Um, of course, I know there are webcams and, and other kind like of... D-Link, they make a series of little small webcams that uh, you can basically tie in together and look through a web interface or the D-Link uh, iPhone app. Yeah, so this past week, I was, I was actually looking at two different cameras. The first was the Belkin Netcam HD. Mm-hmm. Um, so as a security camera, this is kind of cool because it's got its own app, and it works on your Wi-Fi network. You set it up through your Wi-Fi, and it kind of goes. Um, and that one's sort of good quality, and you can, you can listen in. Um, but the other one that I was looking at was the Lorex uh, wireless network camera. And this one doesn't just have a uh, microphone so you can listen in, but you can actually uh, speak back through the camera. Now, the cool thing about this is, you know, your baby is going to be a baby for only so long. So after your baby is done being a baby, you can actually start to use this thing for something else. <laughs> so I think maybe that might be a, a better idea if you're not looking at breeding a softball team. <laughs> so just my thought there. The cool thing about having that mic is that you could sing the lullabies and stuff remotely to, right? your, to your baby. You and- know? Nothing creepy, more creepy than a disembodied voice. <laughs> I like it. I'm going to jump here to Bob in Vancouver. Hey, Bob. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. I bought the new iPad, and I want to get a SIM card. Do, do I just go to London Drug? Is it like pay as you buy a prepaid, or do you have to go to a plan? Google has let me down. 
Google has let you down. Oh, it no. It really has. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you just can go down to a London Drugs uh, and get uh, basically a SIM card from them. And I think it's pay on a monthly basis. They've you're actually, not locked in for contracts or anything. You're not locked in for contracts, but they have moved from a sort of prepaid model to a postpaid model. Mm-hmm. So essentially, you're paying the month in advance. Um, pardon me, you're paying the month after it's 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 gone by. Um, but you can cancel anytime. Yeah, with I'll, no penalty. I think all of the big three right now are doing a rollover plan. So it's like five dollars for 250 megs of data, and then it goes up to 15, then it goes up to 35 type of deal for up yeah. to five gigs. That's what I've got on my iPad. I think a month I'm paying like 15, 16 bucks taxes in. Yeah, so it's it's not bad. But again, the, the big three have these, Bell, Rogers, and Yeah, and you probably will have to pay for the SIM card. Yeah. Um, so London Drugs should have those, and you can do that. Bob's your uncle. Yeah. Don't forget to hit the contest page today, getconnectedmedia.com, uh, giving away a, a business package to Global Coupon. You can mm-hmm. actually get $2,500 worth of listings. Uh, there's more information up there. Any other prizes going on, Andy? Yeah, we're giving away the Rocket 3.0. This is a really cool little device. It's a vibrating speaker. So you put this on any type of surface, and it turns it into a speaker. Graham and I, I remember when it first came out, remember we were in the studio, and we were like, hey, I wonder what this cabinet sounds like as a speaker. And we put it on, and it made some fantastic sounds. So to enter, go to our website, www.getconnectedmedia.com, and hit on the contest tab to enter and win the Rocket 3.0 vibrating speaker and the Global Coupon business membership. I want to thank everyone that helps put the show together. We've got Chad on controls, Graham and Andy for coming in, and Christina Stoyanova for helping us out on the social feeds uh, as well. And, of course, the rest of the Get Connected team, Paul, Tristan, Al, Tasia, probably forgetting people, but thank you to everyone. Mike, Andy, and Graham logging off. We'll see you again next time.